Good evening. This is All India Radio and I'm Gunmala Kapoor with the news at 9. The headlines Restrictions in Kashmir Valley being lifted in phased manner situation normal in Jammu division Supreme Court refuses to issue directions for lifting of all restrictions in Jammu and Kashmir saying situation needs some time to become normal Supreme Court directs to publish online the list of those excluded from the Assam NRC by 31st August Chandrayaan 2 set to leave the earth's orbit tomorrow morning on its way to the moon and in sports women t20 cricket to be part of the 2022 commonwealth games the jammu and kashmir government today said that the restrictions are being eased out in a phased manner in the valley and that the situation in the jammu division has been restored the information was given by the government spokesperson rohit kansal during a press briefing held in shrinagar today He said that Jammu region is almost entirely free of restrictions. However, he added that restrictions continue in some parts of Kashmir. Mr. Kansal said that full dress rehearsals were held in all districts of Jammu, Kashmir and Ladakh and exuded confidence that Independence Day celebrations will be carried out in a grand manner. He informed that necessary arrangements have been put in place for the smooth conduct of Independence Day celebrations across the state. The spokesperson informed that the curbs would be relaxed in some parts of the valley in a phased manner based on the assessment of local authorities. Our correspondent has filed this report. The spokesperson informed that medical services are being provided to the people without any hindrance. The spokesperson said that availability of all drugs including the life-saving drugs have been ensured in every hospital across the valley. The highway continues to function normally and 100 heavy vehicles carrying LPG and other essentials are plying on daily basis. He further said that flights from valley are operating normally. Meanwhile, talking to media personnel, Divisional Commissioner Jammu Sanjeev Verma said that the restrictions imposed on mobile internet is in the larger interest of the people of the state and to thwart the Chemical designs of some Western elements who use social media to vitiate the peaceful atmosphere and to stop the spread of fake news. R K Rana, AR News, Jammu. The Union Home Ministry today said that the law enforcement authorities have shown restraint and have tried to maintain the law and order situation in connection with an incident in Saura region of Srinagar. The ministry spokesperson in a tweet said that last Friday miscreants mingled with people returning home after prayers at a local mosque and they resorted to unprovoked stone pelting against the law enforcement forces to cause widespread unrest. The spokesperson said despite this the authorities exercised restraint. The ministry also reiterated that no bullets have been fired in Jammu and Kashmir since the development related to abrogation of special status to Jammu and Kashmir. The Supreme Court today refused to pass any immediate directions to the center and the Jammu and Kashmir government on a plea seeking lifting of all restrictions imposed after abrogation of Article 370. The Apex Court said that it will wait for return of normalcy and will take up the matter after 2 weeks. A three-judge bench headed by Justice Arun Mishra was hearing a petition on the center's decision to impose restrictions in Jammu and Kashmir following revocation of the provisions of Article 370. During the hearing the court said the present situation in Jammu and Kashmir is very sensitive and some time should be given for bringing back normalcy to the region. 
The Jammu and Kashmir government has said that senior Congress leader Rahul Gandhi is politicizing the situation in Jammu and Kashmir by responding to fake news possibly spread from across the border about the situation in the state, particularly the Kashmir Valley. In a press note issued by Raj Bhavan Srinagar, the government said that by seeking to bring a delegation of opposition leaders, Mr. Gandhi wants to create unrest and problems for the common people of the state. The government further said that Rahul Gandhi can check for himself from various Indian channels which have reported the correct position in the Kashmir Valley. In addition to this, the Congress leader can also check the detailed submissions made by the government in the Supreme Court today which heard a case on this matter and left it to the government. Meanwhile, the Jammu and Kashmir State Unit of the BJP has alleged that the Congress is unable to digest the bold and historic decision taken by the Modi government to undo the political blunders of the Congress. Its leadership is once again promoting Pakistan's agenda on Kashmir through motivated and irresponsible statements. Pakistan's Foreign Minister Shah Mahmood Qureshi has told his countrymen not to live in a fool's paradise saying that it will not be easy for Islamabad to get the support of the UN Security Council. Addressing media in Muzaffarabad in Pakistan-occupied Kashmir, Qureshi said the support from the Muslim world against India's decision to withdraw Jammu and Kashmir's special status will also be hard to come by. India has categorically told the international community that its move to scrap Article 370 of the Constitution, removing the special status to Jammu and Kashmir, is an internal matter and has also advised Pakistan to accept this reality. Qureshi's statement came two days after Russia became the first UNSC member to back India's move on Jammu and Kashmir. The U.S. has also maintained a neutral stand on the issue as it called on India and Pakistan to hold direct dialogue to resolve their differences. The Supreme Court today ordered that the list of those excluded from the final Assam National Register of Citizens, the NRC, can be published only online on the 31st of this month. A bench comprising Chief Justice Ranjan Gogoi and Justice R.F. Nariman said that like Aadhaar data, an appropriate regimen will be enacted for securing the Assam NRC data. The Apex Court also said the ongoing NRC exercise cannot be ordered to be reopened on the basis of certain legal challenges raised before it. A condolence meeting was organized in memory of departed BJP leader and former Union Minister Shushma Swaraj in New Delhi this evening. She passed away last week at Ames following a cardiac arrest. Prime Minister Narendra Modi, BJP President and Home Minister Amit Shah, Defence Minister Rajnath Singh and leaders of opposition parties including Anand Sharma from the Congress were amongst those who attended the prayer meeting. Cutting across party lines, leaders paid homage to the departed leader and also shared their memories about their association with her. Prime Minister Narendra Modi said, Shushma Swaraj was wholeheartedly dedicated to her work and was a huge inspiration to BJP party workers. उस विरासत और अमानत को कभी-कभी जरूरत पड़े तो सजाना बनता है और वही सुषमा जी को सच्ची श्रद्धांजलि होगी 
Union Minister Amit Shah said her greatest achievement was making the External Affairs Ministry more accessible for the common people. This is All India Radio giving you the news. For quick news updates, follow us on Twitter at AIR News Alerts. India's second lunar probe, Chandrayaan-2, is set to move towards the moon after leaving the Earth's orbit early tomorrow morning. ISRO has said it will carry out the maneuver called Translunar Insertion at around 3.30 a.m. Indian Standard Time. The Chandrayaan-2 spacecraft is expected to reach the moon's orbit on the 20th of August. On the 7th of September, its lander is expected to soft land on the south pole of the moon and unleash the rover to explore the surface. A report. The fifth Earth-bound orbit-raising maneuver for Chandrayaan-2 was performed successfully on 6th of this month using the onboard propulsion system for a firing duration of 1,041 seconds. A series of orbit maneuvers were carried out using Chandrayaan-2's onboard propulsion system to raise the spacecraft orbit in steps and then place it in the lunar transfer trajectory to enable the spacecraft to travel to the vicinity of the Moon. This mission aims to further expand the knowledge about the Moon through a detailed study of its topography mineralogy, surface chemical composition, thermophysical characteristics and atmosphere, leading to a better understanding of the origin and evolution of the moon. Suparna Sekya, AIR News, Delhi. The Maharashtra government has decided to seek an assistance of 6,813 crore rupees from the Centre for Relief Works in the flood-affected districts. The decision to seek assistance was taken at a cabinet meeting held in Mumbai today. In a statement, Chief Minister Devendra Fadnavis said that the memorandum of this demand will soon be sent to the central government. He said that until the amount is sanctioned by the centre, the state government will spend the fund from its own corpus. Meanwhile, all ministers of the state cabinet have decided to donate one month's salary towards the Chief Minister's relief fund. In Karnataka, the weatherman has predicted light to moderate rain for the next five days. The inflows into reservoirs are steadily decreasing and the flood situation is returning to normalcy. Chief Minister B.S. Yadiyurappa said a sum of 10,000 rupees will be given to the victims of floods as interim relief. He has requested the central government to immediately release an interim relief of 3,000 crore rupees from the disaster relief fund. More from our correspondent. In Belagavi, Kalburgi and Yadgir, people were seen leaving the relief camps and returned to their villages. In Woodigiri of Chikamagalur district, people were seen bidding farewell to the army jawans returning after their rescue operation. Standing around the soldiers, they performed arti, tied rakhi and put tikka on their forehead. On the other side, the seeding water level is leaving behind scenes of devastation. The huts of fishermen in Yadgir are completely washed away. In Munavalli village in Belagavi, it is reported that flood water has washed away currency notes and several documents in the syndicate Bank. Sudhindra, AIR News, Bengaluru. Jal Shakti Minister Gajendra Singh Shekhawat has said that aquifer mapping is required to determine the groundwater status of the district suffering from acute water shortage. In an exclusive interview to All India Radio News, he said aquifer mapping of these areas is helpful in determining the subsoil strata of the critically exploited blocks. Water retained into aquifers which are not permanent source. If you are taking out water and you are not filling it again, then it is not going to go long last. So we are doing study for all these depleted blocks or the critically exploited blocks. And I am confident that by the end of coming March, we will be able to complete the aquifer mapping for these. 
Talking about the first phase of Jal Shakti Abhiyan, he said, the information collected in this phase will be helpful in designing the policies further. Tune in to FM Gold and Rajdhani channels of AIR at 9.15pm tonight to listen to this interview. The BSE benchmark Sensex and Nifty today crashed more than 1.5%, dragged by heavy losses in index heavyweights amid sell-offs in global equities. The rupee also plunged 62 paise against the U.S. currency. A report. The Sensex at the Bombay Stock Exchange tumbled to close below the 37,000 mark. It ended at 36,958, falling 624 points or 1.66%. The Nifty at the National Stock Exchange also declined 184 points or 1.65% to settle below the 11,000 level at 10,926. The rupee at the Forex market also weakened 62 paise to 71 rupees and 40 paise against the US dollar. V. Ravi Kumar, AIR News. The Commonwealth Games Federation today announced that women's T20 cricket will be part of the Birmingham Commonwealth Games in 2022. Eight teams will compete across eight match days as cricket returns to the Commonwealth Games for the first time since 1998. Edgebaston will play host to all the matches. The 2022 Commonwealth Games will take place in England from 27 July to 7th August. Prime Minister Narendra Modi inaugurated the dynamic facade lighting of Parliament House Estate today. As many as 875 energy-efficient LED lights have been installed in the Parliament complex. The dynamic lighting system through intermittent multicolour lights creates an aura and enhances the grandeur of Parliament House. These beautiful lights will illuminate the beautiful Parliament building all round the year. Earlier, such lightings were installed in North Block and South Block. Lok Sabha Speaker Om Birla and Union Ministers including Hardeep Puri and Jitendra Singh were present on the occasion. And now before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. Restrictions in Kashmir Valley being lifted in a phased manner, situation normal in Jammu Division. Supreme Court refuses to issue directions for lifting of all restrictions in Jammu and Kashmir, saying situation needs some time to become normal. Supreme Court directs to publish online the list of those excluded from the Assam NRC by the 31st of August. Chandrayaan-2 set to leave the Earth's orbit tomorrow morning on its way to the moon. And in sports, women T20 cricket to be part of 2022 Commonwealth Games. And that's all in the news at night. Good night.